of God for our own lives? What a big question, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I, th I think uh, we, we have a, a few stories because everybody of us is now and then in a situation where it really is a big question. God, what is your will? How can we find it out? Five weeks ago, I had a conversation with one of my nearest friends and he asked the question, what do I do my all day long? What do I do? So since years I'm doing the same and when I'm looking forward I want I don't want to stay on this in the next years I want to change something I want to do something that has impact I, I want to do the will of God but but where do I start to do this where do I start which steps should I take to start doing the will of God I asked this question, what's God will for me this summer? One year after giving birth to my daughter, I felt that I wanna have more close friends. I wanna have friends that I can spend time with regularly. So I asked God, what should I do? And he gave me some good friends on my heart who I should start a small group with. In my life, like, Three years ago, I was at a place, I was already a pastor for years, and I have been a worship leader before. So everybody thought, yeah, this guy is quite confident. But inside, when I looked at my life, and even when I looked backwards to my story, everything felt like a huge mistake. I really thought I was at the wrong place. There are so many people who would be better pastors than I was. And I just pushed myself into this situation, and everything felt like a whole mistake. So I, there I was, and, and really, really with the big question, God, what is your will with my life? I don't have any clues. So sometimes this question, God, what is your will for my life? It's quite a deep question. You know, there's, there's a big urge in our hearts to know what is God's plan? What is his thought of, of your life? So we're gonna discover three kinds of wills that God have, God's will. And I want to start with God's sovereign will. Did you realize that sometimes God doesn't ask you what he should do? <laughs> and that has always been the case, you know? From the start of the earth, God didn't have to ask anybody if he could create. He just did it. So when we look at his sovereign will, we realize more about him there was a man one day that worked in a factory. And in the evening, he took his wheelbarrow, and inside there was a small box. And when he left the factory, there was a guard, and the guard said, Stop! What is in that box? And the worker told him, You know, every evening, before I quit work, I get everything tidy, tidied up, and take a little bit of sawdust, and I put it into the box to take it home. That's a joke, the, the guard said. Open the box, I wanna see it. And he opened the box and inside was sawdust. Nothing but sawdust. So he said, okay, well then, have a great evening. Next day, same happened again. And 
he saw the box and he said, open the box. And in the, inside the box was sawdust. And this happened every day of the week. So on in the next week, on Monday, again, the man came with his wheelbarrow inside the box. And in inside the box, there was sawdust. And so the guard said, okay, okay, let's make a deal. You tell me what you're stealing. Because I know you guys for too long and I know you're stealing something, but I can't figure it out what it is. Why are you stealing sawdust? So you tell me and I promise I won't tell anybody. And the work said, okay, I tell you, I'm stealing wheelbarrows. You know, sometimes we get caught up in asking us questions about the very small thing and, and dig inside the sawdust instead of looking, zooming out and see, okay, what is the bigger picture? And sometimes with the sovereign will of God, it's the same thing. When we start there to realize what is God's will for your life, we must start with the sovereign will of God. Let me explain it to you with this. The sovereign will of God is like a light that shines upon you. And it's sometimes so obvious what God has already done, what God has already decided. Like he created heaven and earth and he did it very good. And then he created humans, men and women, but not just some humans, he created you. Exactly you because he wanted you. That was the will of God. You are his will. And then he decided it was his will to give you the body that you have. Not the sicknesses, but the body that you have. And even more, he thought of, I must give you a personality, a unique one, a really lovable personality. And he gave it to you. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And he even decided, I want you to live with those two parents. With this family, in this time. He didn't give you the, the, all these this fights maybe that you had and all these bad things that happened. That was not his plan. But to give you the parents you have, that was his decision, his will. You see? So in this is God's sovereign will. And we can learn a lot about it. But God went even further. He realized, okay, between you and him, there's still a chasm of sin. So he didn't ask anybody, but he sent his own son to come to earth and die for you so that you can have eternal life and have communion with God again. How amazing is that, that you can be together with God again? That was his will. He loves you and he wants to be with you. So if you ask yourself, what is God's sovereign will over your life? Is that you just be together with him, be loved by him, and dwell in his presence. Yeah. How good is God's will? Isn't it? Yeah. Come on, guys, I want to do something with you. I want to read with you Psalm 139. And I want, to, I want you to read it with me with your whole heart and read it over your life. For you created my inmost being You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. 
So now give a hand for God and His sovereign will that He created you so beautifully. Yeah, our second point is the ethic will of God. So we ask for the will of God because we want our life to make sense. Is it right? We want a, li a life that, that has an impact. But how can we recognize the will of God? In Psalm 119, it says, Your word is like a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. So let me explain it like that. Your word is like a lamp on my feet. So when I stand here in the light and I look in front of me, then it says his word is like a lamp on my feet, on my path. So when we talk about the word and we talk about the word of God, we talk about the Bible and therein is the will of God. In the Bible from the front to the back, there is all in it, the will of God, therein. And this is like a light on our path. So I don't know your story, but when I take this Bible, then there is so much will of God in it, in this Bible. So in the Old Testament, the stories, or the law of Moses, or in the New Testament, the life and, 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 and Jesus, what he told his disciples, and also the letters in the New Testament. There is so much will of God in it. And I was born and raised as a Christian, if you want. And since I'm a child, I know this ethic law. I know this moral stories. I'm here every Sunday and I, I hear about the will of God in some preachings. At Saturday night at Youth Planet, at Youth Church, I, I talk about the will of God. But sometimes it doesn't have to stand on this information about the will of God. It doesn't have to stand about, I know about the will of God, about this information, as I said, it has to be a transformation. It has to change something in my life. Isn't it that we want that our hearts can act like it is written in this word? That this word can come into our hearts, isn't it? That everything that we are reading can be, can be visible in our lives. Yeah. So Jeremiah has written this in his book in chapter 31. Like this, he told, this covenant will make, I will make with my people of Israel after the time, declares the Lord. I will put the law into their minds and write it into their hearts. Amen. I will be their God and they will be my people. Amen. So God told that one day will be a day, today, 
the new covenant. Today, there will be people of God who the covenant is written into the hearts. This is good news. But how? How can this covenant come into our hearts? Let me explain it for you. Because this book is full of will of God. And we when we stand here on this side, we can maybe, we see this, so many covenants, so many laws, so many rules. Is it like we have to fulfill every single rule that it can come into our hearts? No, we don't have to fulfill the law by ourselves. What we can do is a theolog theologically step, high theologically step, just to step into the light. I do it again because for some people it was too fast. <laughs> what I can do is just to step into the light. What does it mean to just step into the thing that, I, that, that is written? It means just to try out. Try out. It's simple. Try out. Everything that the Bible says, just try out. Just do it, just do it. Let me explain it for you with two stories that I have expected. So one story is written, um, one verse is written in Matthew 28, 19, the mission order from Jesus. It says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So a text that I heard in, in, in church since I'm a child. But one day this, this Bible verse did something with me and I, 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 I read it and I, and I thought, I don't see it into my life that I I, I, I don't tell the people from Jesus. I don't make them to disciples. And they, that, that, that made something in me that I said, I, I, I need to just do a step. I need to just do something. And I did a 40 days challenge to every day told one person about Jesus. So it was not really, really simple for me. It was hard because I had fear of man, and I, I, I knew I, I will go out to the street and now um, tell the people from Jesus, but this is not my nature, and I just started. I, I, I told some people from Jesus, some people I, I, I could pray, and some people, they rejected me, but one thing that happened when I did the step, it changed my heart. It changed something inside of me, because on on this time, uh, uh, an old friend of mine at, at work wrote me that, that he's in need. He needs some, someone to, to, to talk. And I knew I can give him maybe some philosophic um, question and answer about Jesus. But I knew, no, I have to told him about Jesus. And I told him about Jesus and he heard. I prayed for him and it was okay. I thought, wow. And then I, I met him again, again, and again. And I told him about Jesus. 
And the nicest thing was when he sent me a picture with a Bible, the starter Bible from ICF that I gave to him. It was at, at his back from his car and he wrote me, Jesus is on my back. And I thought, wait, one day Jesus will come to your real brother. You know, and what I don't told you is that I stopped this challenge after 17 days. And humanly, so one people would say, okay, you, you, you lost. You, you, you don't reach these 40 days. But no, I didn't lose because I did the step. And, and you know, something was changed in my heart. And I think this is the big deal. When we do the step into this light, God can take this and change something in our heart. You know, today I'm, I'm, I'm reading Ephesians and there I, I, I'm reading pray every day. This is hard to pray every day. <laughs> Tell me someone to pray every day. And I know this is will of God. I want to step into this because this is will of God and, and since this summer, I'm, I'm trying every day to do more praying time because I want that this, this will be more and more common into my life. And this will be, have more and more room into my life. And this change my heart one day. So how, how can I do the will of God? How can I do recognize the will of God? Just try. Just do a step into the light. And then I think God can change it into your heart. Yes, we read the Bible and we want to act like it says. We want to do God's will. And we have the desire to know God's will for us personally. So when I'm staying here in the light, I have goals I'm set. I want to do God's will in my finances because Jesus is so often preaching about money. I want to do God's will in my finances. That's my goal. I set my goal in my time. I can read in scripture that it says, life is short, so I want to spend my time well. I set my goal that I want to have a good, healthy, and flourish marriage. I set my goal in my life that I want to plant it in a church where I can call home. And I've set my goal that I want to raise my daughter that she knows she's loved and that she can have her own relationship with our Father in heaven. I set my goals. I want to do God's will in all these areas, but there is this gap. This gap, there's sometimes looks like my goals are unreachable. I can remember when I was 23 years old, I was staying here and I saw my goal to have a family and kids. I was 23 and my boyfriend and I, we split up after seven years. Freaking seven years. It was such a long time and I was disappointed. I was desperate because I saw my goal. And it looks like unreachable because this gap. I don't know about you, what your situation is, but we all have values, we all have goals, we all have desires, but we have this gap and we need help. 
to get there and to know God's will for your life, the Holy Spirit will tell it to you. The Holy Spirit will help you guide the way to reach your goal, to know God's will for your life. God says, my sheep will hear my voice. And that's for you and for me. It's a promise you can receive. When the Holy Spirit speaks to you, you will hear it and he will talk to you what your next step can be to reach your goal. When we look to the life of Jesus, he did it perfectly. He did the will of God. He did nothing without God. And he tells his disciples when he, he go back to heaven, and it's also for you and for me. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. He is the helper. The Holy Spirit is the helper for you and for me in every step we are going. So when we are staying here and we go step by step, he will help us and you will hear him. He will help me in my money to spend it well or not to spend it. He will help me in marriage that I can serve my husband good. He will help me in raising my daughter. Sometimes it's so difficult. He will help me that I can find a home in church, maybe working in ministry or going to small group. He will help me step by step in using my time well. He will tell me in which relationship I should invest. When I remember when I was 26, uh, 23, I was here. I saw my goal to have a family. I cried out to the Holy Spirit, please show me the next step. I need help. I need your voice. I'm desperate. And I remember he surrounded me with very good friends who helped me in this tough season. He told me for my next step that I should learn another job to study again. And I have now another job whom I so love. The next step was that the Holy Spirit opened my eyes in kids ministry for another male human who was also really nice. So it doesn't matter where you are here, here or at the beginning, the Holy Spirit is so interested in you to help you. Maybe you're here and you need help in raising your children. So it can be that he will give you new strategies or he will give you prophecy for your daughter, for your son. Or maybe you are here and you're stressed out. You have so many uh, appointments to make, you have no free brain. He will maybe help you to plan your day different or to make more rest. So it doesn't matter where you are, the Holy Spirit will help you step by step doing God's will. Sounds easy, right? But it isn't, I know that. Often when I have to make decisions or when I'm rush, I first ask my husband, then the Holy Spirit, and I have to repent because the Holy Spirit, he has the perfect plan for your life and he knows the plan. It's not a secret plan. And he wanna show it to you which step you can take next. 
we see the life of Jesus, he always took time with God in secret. So I want to encourage you and me also, always go in secret with the Holy Spirit and ask him, how can I reach my goals? What's God will for you and my life? And I love like David prays, and it's, it was, it's also a prayer for me. Uh, we read it in Psalm 134, uh, 10. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on level ground. Amen. <laughs> so there is God's sovereign will for your life. There is God's ethical will for your life, and there is God's personal will for your life. And now we come to a part where we talk about to really very practically walk in God's will as he shows you. And we want to look at three steps that we also want to pray afterwards for it and do it together. Yeah. The first thing is, if you want to live in God's will, you need to put God's will above your own. I told you the story that three years ago, everything in my life felt like a big mistake. And that, that, that was my feeling. And I, go, I went to God, God, what shall I do? And what, uh, yeah, what's your will for my life? And God says, look, it starts there where you are really ready to surrender your life and say, God, your will is above my will. Come on. That's such an important prayer for us. You remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? He was praying, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup away from me. But not my will shall be done, but your will shall be done. Or in the Lord's Prayer, what does it say? Heavenly Father, your kingdom come, your will be done. We should pray this all the time. So if we want to come into God's will and we want, we want God to, to show us what his plans are, what, what his next steps are for us, he needs a heart that is dedicated to him and that says, God, I am ready to put my will second and your will first. Yeah. I know that takes a lot of courage, but that's such a good, important foundation for a life in, in the will of God. Yes, the second step is never compare your way with others. Yeah. So often we look right, we look left, we compare our ways with others and we are losing always. I can remember when I lost a baby in pregnancy, I saw everywhere pregnant women with bellies, babies, and I get so frustrated with my way. And I had to go to run to God and say, I'm sorry. I know you have a perfect way for me. And I don't want to look right or left. I want to trust you. Trust you alone. And I had to ask the Holy Spirit, lead me. Show me the way. In yeah. tough times, it's so important that we ask the Holy Spirit, show me the next step. And I could learn that the Holy Spirit himself, the helper, is such a huge gift just that we have the Holy Spirit in yeah. every season is such a huge gift that Tetron uh, transformed in me such a joy yeah. and a peace yeah. that I could go my way. Yeah. 
And the last point is be confident. Please be confident. Because there is one person that trusts that you can do the will of God. And this one person is Jesus himself. You know, Jesus said, Jesus says, follow me. In other words, look at my life. I have done the will of God and now follow me. I trust you that you can do the, also the will of God. So I trust you. And I love how it says in Philippians 2, 13, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good and purpose. It's God who acted in, in us. And also God who gave us strength to do this. I don't know in which season you are and maybe you don't have strength to do the will of God, but, but God will give you power in every season to do it, to step maybe in, in, in one, 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 one light, one, one part of his will and, and you, can, you can do it in every season of your life. So be confident, stay confident in every season. Please take a stand. Let's pray together. And we go through those uh, three points with you. And I really want to invite you to pray with us in your heart. And you know, maybe you never gave your life to Jesus. So putting His will first might be a very big decision. But to me, it was the beginning of a healing process. Because then if your foundation is right, God can build on this. Trust God that He loves it and that you then, that He knows best for you. So let's all pray together. Maybe you do it for the first time. Maybe you do it today again as it stands in the Lord's Prayer. God, we surrender today our will. We put your will first in our life. And we pray, God, your kingdom shall come into my life and your will shall be done in my life. And I trust you. We trust you, God, that your will is better than our thoughts we have. And we want to follow your will. Yes, and Lord Jesus, we don't want to compare what others have when we don't have. We want to trust you alone because you are good. Your plans for me are good. And we want to believe it today and trust you that you gave us strength to go our way. And we want to say sorry for looking right and left and comparing with others. We say thank you that you are our helper in every season. And I pray for eyes fixed on you in every season. As you said, follow me, Jesus. I pray that our eyes can be fixed on you, Jesus. I pray that every step that we are doing will be in line with your spirit, will be in line with your will, Jesus. I pray, Jesus, for your spirit who leads us through every season.
Hey, thanks for watching. Hey, our passion for people is that we see them grow in their relationship with Jesus, live fearlessly and influence their people and the surrounding in a positive way. And if you would like to be part of that vision, we thank you so much for your financial support because that would make it possible. I hope that this message spoke to you really. And if you don't have subscribed to our channel, please do this. And it's always a big blessing. Maybe you know some people in your neighborhood or in your friendship say that podcast could be a very well cool thing just share the link because it's pretty pretty easy and I'm looking forward to see you again tune in and God bless you and see you soon bye bye